Welcome to the St. Benedict Parish Sunday Message Podcast. Thank you for listening. And now, here's the Sunday's message. Today, as we continue to celebrate the glorious resurrection of Christ, we remember in a special way Jesus' unimaginable gift of his mercy. And so, in today's gospel, Jesus appears to his disciples, offering them peace. And how does he do this? Well, Jesus shows them his wounds. He shows them his very body, the body of Christ, the wounded body of Christ, with his victory wounds. The same body of Christ who's in Holy Communion, the body of Christ who's also the church, each one of us, her members. And this is what mercy is, that despite our wounds, even in spite of them, we are drawn to Jesus, who experienced our human weakness himself. And so we celebrate his mercy, in particular on this special feast day, the second Sunday of Easter, which is derived from the revelations to the Polish nun, St. Faustina. And on this Divine Mercy Sunday, we remember what Jesus himself said to her about this day, this very day, Divine Mercy Sunday. He said, on this day, the very depths of my tender mercy are open. I pour out a whole ocean of graces upon those souls who approach the fount of my mercy. We could all use some more grace, right? Maybe just in Cape Breton we need it. Don't need it on the mainland? Well, this is what we need to experience Jesus' loving kindness. Jesus, who is divine mercy himself, tells us exactly how to obtain the graces of the feast that we celebrate in these days by going to confession and by receiving Holy Communion. And we also see in the Gospel today how Jesus is giving his apostles this authority to forgive sins in his name. And through Jesus and in his name, when we go to receive reconciliation, we hear those words of the priest at the end of our confession where he says, I absolve you. He says Jesus' own words, I forgive you, I absolve you. Your sins are not only forgiven, you are free, free from those chains that bind you and prevent you from loving God as you should. Jesus knew that our hearts longed to hear those words, I forgive you, I absolve you. 
And that's why this image of divine mercy depicts Jesus with one of his feet, the left foot is slightly forward, more in front of the other. And we see that this shows that Jesus is stepping forward. He's stepping out toward each one of us to meet us wherever we are, just as he came into the upper room to meet the disciples that we heard about in the gospel, and then he returned again later when Thomas was actually there this time. He came into the upper room when his disciples were afraid, when they had the doors locked because they were worried about who was going to come through those doors and they might harm them. But instead, it's Jesus who comes in through the locked doors. Why? To bring them peace. And so whatever sin is locked in your heart today, whatever's holding you down, whatever's binding us and preventing us from loving God as we should, we need to invite Jesus into that space, knowing that he can come through, he can barge through, even if it seems impossible for us. So let us allow him to come and say, peace be with you. We all need his grace. We all need his peace. And Jesus wasn't content to merely have us receive just a written account, a written record of his life so that we could appreciate him from the historical sense until he comes back at the end of time. Because Jesus wants to speak to each one of us personally. He wants you to know his voice in the same way that Thomas, doubting Thomas, and the other disciples heard his voice. And though we do not yet see Jesus in human form, we truly see and receive his sacramental body through the celebration of Holy Communion in the Mass, Jesus gives his whole self to each one of us in a way that unites us to experience what his very first disciples experienced. Once again, Jesus wasn't content to merely show us his resurrected body to show it to the first disciples and then have us wait for the end of time. He wants to come to you, to give you his body, just as he gave it to the first apostles in the upper room, allowed them to experience him in his resurrection. He wants to give you himself in the Eucharist, because when we receive him in our bodies, the celebration of the Eucharist creates a deeper union with him among us. A deeper union than even Thomas experienced after he came to faith to believe that Jesus was risen. So instead of us seeing 
the marks of the nails in his hands, we receive him into our own hands. Instead of putting our hand into his pierced side, onto his very beating, resurrected heart, we receive him into our own hearts. And so we rejoice with the same joy of the first disciples at first Easter, that Jesus will come to you again in his body, in your body. And you can come to every Mass experiencing an encounter with the risen Lord. And more importantly, expect that the Lord will encounter you, all of you. He wants your heart. He wants your hands. He wants your all. So that as you receive Jesus in his Eucharist, you can go from a doubting Thomas to the one who's now Saint Thomas. This is how divine mercy, Jesus himself sets us free from the sins of the past and empowers us to live holy lives in the present. This is the deepest truth that Jesus has shared about himself. That he is mercy. He loves us even when we don't deserve it. And this is tremendously freeing. It frees us from worrying about that we're not good enough to earn his love frees us from distancing ourselves from him out of our shame, of our sins, our defects, as if we could ever hide from him. And above all, it sets us free from the great sin of despair, of thinking that we're too far gone for God to save us. So stop and think about that. Think about the fact that A human creature's mistakes could never outweigh the forgiveness of our infinite Creator. And that's why when Jesus appeared to Saint Faustina, he instructed her to paint this picture of him with the two rays coming from his heart, red and white, for the blood and the water that flowed from his heart on his victorious cross. Just as our second reading tells us, it's Jesus, the one who came through blood and water, who gives us a way forward. When we allow his mercy in our hearts, when we have faith and trust in his mercy, it manifests in our own works of mercy toward others. The peace and the mercy that Jesus gives the apostles comes with a command. To go and share that mercy. Those who were in the upper room and had been hiding and locked in the upper room then, after 
Jesus appeared to them, became such incredible witnesses to his resurrection, so much so that they established a community unequaled in solidarity and generosity. This may seem impossible for us to try to recreate the unity that was in the early church because we know how weak we are. We may even have as much difficulty as Doubting Thomas did in having faith in what Christ promised us. And we might have difficulty truly loving each other as God's children or being of one heart and mind like this community of apostles by setting aside our own attachments and serving the needs of others. And while there are fewer things more difficult than this kind of sacrificial love, yet for whoever is begotten by God, that is, whomever has faith, has a victory, even amidst their struggles, their trials, and that includes you. And so pray that prayer that you see below the picture of divine mercy. Jesus, I trust in you. And just think how Jesus' mercy is easily seen in the lives of so many who have experienced his healing, his miracles, especially those recalled in the Gospels, in each one of them, whether physical or spiritual, the power of Christ to renew, forgive, and to heal bursts into the life of someone and at times even turns nature and the laws of nature upside down. Even when doubting Thomas, who was broken, distraught at the loss of his friend, the death of Jesus, cannot or will not bring himself to accept the resurrection, Jesus gently takes him from his refusal to believe to a moment of immense faith. This is how divine mercy sets us free from the past and powers us to live in the present. We see how Jesus coaxes from Thomas one of the greatest confessions of faith when he says, my Lord and my God. In that moment, Thomas is healed. He's changed. Healed of his grief and pain and changed from doubt to belief. This is divine mercy. The need for this gift of mercy and healing is as great today as it was for the first Christian community because without it, we are lost. The first believer's experience of the risen Christ was so life-changing that they felt compelled to come together and to worship the Lord, to love one another as a family. But then, guess what? The 
amazing experience of that first Christian community, their unity, didn't last that long. We hear about it later on in the book of Acts that only after a short time some began to neglect the needs of the poor among them. And later, some of the members of the majority group of those first early Christians attempted to treat a minority group as second-class citizens, the Gentiles. And so stories that we hear from this time during the Easter season might make us wonder, if the first Christians couldn't live together, what hope does the church have? Well, the answer is found in today's Feast of Divine Mercy. We celebrate this to remind us that God is always ready to forgive and heal our divisions as a church. So let's take that early church as our example. By all counts, it should not have lasted more than a decade or two. But the fact is, it not only survived, but it continued to grow and spread, and that's why we're here today. Because God's mercy has been poured out every time his people gather together and their hearts are softened and moved to resolve their own conflicts peacefully and lovingly. And so even today, as we come together to worship him who is divine mercy, to confess our need for him, and to strive to make love our aim, even our every wound can be healed. Every relationship restored in Jesus, our divine mercy. Thank you for listening to the St. Benedict Parish Sunday Message Podcast. If you liked what you heard today, subscribe and share this with a friend. God bless and have a great week.